Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back for another video. Final upload ahead of the deadline. We rounded up the experts for Gaming 27. We've had 100 responses again this week, so a big thank you again for their ongoing participation. There's more chips active again this week, and we've got a couple of wildcard drafts to share on top of everything else. If you'd like to improve your rank through valuable experts' data every game week, make sure you're subscribing to the channel. So let's jump in, and David Vo is the top ranked expert. He's held on to the number one spot and currently ranked 523rd after scoring 48 points last game week. His total points for the season are at 1,762. Like many of us, he activated the wildcard last game week, which for most played out as a bad decision and points lost. Well done to those of you that were able to beat the experts. Moving on to their transfer activity this week, 66% are rolled on the transfer, unsurprising given around half the experts used their wildcard last week. 14% have made one transfer, 13% have made two transfers. 7% of the experts have got their wildcard active this week, and we'll talk more about the wildcard later. Nearly all of those managers that are making two transfers this week are taking a minus four. Certainly the hits are easy to justify in double game weeks, so don't be afraid if you're weighing one up. So these are the most bought and sold players among the experts. We're talking with the top transfer this week, with 12% of the experts picking him up. The reality with the Brighton mids is that they'll all chip him with points, so whichever way you go, you've made your bed and you have to lie on it. If you have Matoma and McAllister, for example, then expect points for March as well. If we compare the Brighton mids over the last six game weeks, McAllister actually leads for expected goal involvement, and he's been brought in by 7% of the experts this week. However, his penalty last game week does inflate his XGI by 0.76. March therefore actually ranks the best over the last 6 game weeks and Matoma 3rd. Just 4% are bringing in March this week, but underlying numbers aren't everything and Matoma has continued to overperform since the restart. Raya and Tony have both been picked up by 10% each. Very sensible transfers this week with a double game week in game week 27 and game week 29 and they don't blank in between when some teams do. The most sold player is Sanchez. A very unfortunate situation, particularly for those that grabbed him on the wildcard last week, having started every game all season up until game week 26. In Deserby's most recent press conference, Friday morning, ahead of the deadline, he said, quote, At this moment, I prefer Jason, but only for our style. Robert can improve on this part, I have been clear and honest. So we have a 3.9 mil keeper who looks good in the short term, and perhaps longer if he does well. 6% are bringing in steel this week. Erdegaard's the second most sold, 9% selling him, Trent's been sold by 4% and Darwin 3%, all three which had the potential to backfire, particularly Liverpool up against Bournemouth this week. The reverse fixture ended 9-0 Anfield. Quite a few chips active again this week, 7% have got their wildcard active, which leaves just 16% of the experts still with the chip unused. It's a very team dependent chip, but certainly this week there is a lot of logic to the wildcard, as you can attack the double game week and the blank ahead. Just one of our experts, NL Bounty, has his bench boost active. He's got 5 top 10k finishes and 12 top 100k finishes to his name. We'll have to reflect back on the bench boost after game week 29 to gauge which week was better. You can make the case for either week. The thinking is simple, game week 27 has a slightly weaker bench than game week 29, 
However, Gaming 27 is safer as it's right now, while Gaming 29 is over three weeks away and after an international break. Lots can happen over that time. There's also the potential for Tony to be suspended if he gets two yellow cards before then, or even potentially banned for the betting scandal. If all goes to plan, Gaming 29 is the stronger bench though. We heard from a couple of experts this week with the wildcard active. For all the talk of the template this week, they've actually gone in different directions on their wildcards, which is interesting. The first wildcards from Bon FBLT. You might actually recognise the name. We heard from him all the way back in Gemic 7 when he pulled the trigger on his first wildcard. He's got a few top 10k finishes to his name, including a top 1k finish. His team is De Gea, Pope, James Chilwell, Trippier, Botman, Me, March, McAllister, Matoma, Madison, Rashford, Watkins, Tony and Kane. So it's triple Brighton midfield, which is quite a fun pick. I talked to you earlier about how you miss out on the points from whichever Brighton mid you don't pick. Well, there's the answer. Just get all three. Here's what he had to say. Despite having a good score in Gaming 26, I decided to stick with my original plan to wildcard in 27 anyways. De Gea and Pope is my preferred goalkeeper combination. This pair is certainly expensive, but it gives me extra fixtures in the remaining double gamings later in the season. At the back, in addition to two Newcastle defenders and a Brentford defender like other drafts, I chose the Chelsea wingbacks as they're so explosive in a three at the back system. Chelsea will also have good run of fixtures going forward. In the midfield, I just cannot choose between the three Brighton assets, so I decided to go with all three of them. They're all cheap, and I can use the money to upgrade elsewhere. The front line is pretty template. Most Gaming 27 wildcards are likely to take a risk and go without Haaland. Obviously, the risk here is no Arsenal on my team, but it will save me transfers down the line. The other wildcard is from Kaki, who finished at an impressive 344th last season, and he's taken a different direction on the wildcard. He's got Raya Trippier, Estepinian Henry, March Rashford Saka, Matoma, Watkins, Kane, Tony, and then on the bench it's Ward, Chilwell, Cash and Madison. He said, I've gone for Ward over Kepper as the rotation's a little bit better, as well as having more funds to spread around for later on, getting Bruno or Salah. And there's a chance that David De Gea or Edison comes in before the end of the season anyway. The three starting defenders pick themselves. Cash and Chilwell look like recency bias, but they are attacking fullbacks with good doubles and they're playing gaming 28, simple enough really. March over McAllister is a personal preference from watching Brighton. He's the worst finisher, but far more involved, and Matt could easily drop back into the double pivot at any point. No second Arsenal midfielder is a little bit of a pun, but Madison makes sense with the extra fixture and historically a great FPL asset when fit. No Haaland is the big talking point. Gone for the 4 versus 2 fixtures of Watkins, as I think it's worth a pun. Even if Haaland gets 20 points over those two fixtures, Watkins should get a minimum of 8 just from appearances, so it feels like a calculated risk. Good to see similar but different approaches on the wildcard. Thanks both for sending in. Moving on to Gamic 27 captaincy among our experts, and 64% are on Tony, 19% Matoma, and 9% McAllister. Just 5% are on March, and interestingly, a couple of managers have backed Salah for a single game against Bournemouth. Brentford faced Everton away and Southampton away. Brighton faced Leeds away and then Crystal Palace at home. Haaland nowhere to be seen among captaincy this week. They're away to Crystal Palace on Saturday before a Champions League game next week on Tuesday. With Haaland seemingly out of the picture for captaincy, there's bigger rank gains to be had if you can nail it this week. Let us know who your captain is. Moving on to the experts team next, and before we pull it up, if this video has been useful, please consider subscribing to the channel for more FPL content like this every week. Thanks for all the support. So the experts team is built from the highest owned players among hundreds of managers participating in this series, and the team is as follows. It's Raya in goal, a back three of Estepinia and Trippier and Henry. The midfield four is March, Saka, Mitoma vice-captain and Rashford. Up top it's Tony captain, Haaland and Kane. So it's six players of a double gaming this week. 
The hallmarks of a top manager is certainly flexibility, and they've reacted to the double game he can load it up. No players were 100% owned last week among the experts. In fact, Rashford and Haaland both at 97%. Notably, in both of those wildcard drafts, Haaland didn't appear in either of them. There is a case to be made for selling him. For example, if you were to sell Haaland for Tony this week, you gain one fixture this week, you gain one fixture in game week 28, and you gain one fixture in game week 29. Who scores more, Haaland in two games or Tony in five? When you rephrase it like that, it's not as crazy as it sounds. If not this week, then selling in game week 28 is an opportunity with a view to buying back in game week 30. Kepa drops to the bench this week with a single game week, but he's a handy asset to have going forward with that fixture in game week 28 and a double in 29. Potter has switched to a back three formation very recently with Chilwell and James in wing back, hence both were seen on the wildcard drafts earlier and they have shored up defensively. Count up how many players you have from the experts team and let us know in the comments. It's looking like an exciting week ahead. Every week as always we give our experts the opportunity to send in their thoughts and tips. Ben Coleman says, I'm going with Ivan Tony for the captaincy this week. It's a shame both his matches are away, but he has already scored against Arsenal, City and Newcastle away this season, so I'm confident he can still do well, especially facing two of the weakest teams in the league. Benjamin says, ended up wildcard in last week, was not the plan, which I ended up regretting as I didn't expect the result from the Liverpool game, and I haven't checked the points lost if I had not wildcarded and I'll probably not do so. But I didn't wildcard for just one game week, so fingers crossed I will be able to catch him luck again and gain the lost points in the coming weeks. Sergster echoes that sentiment and he says, There were plenty of 50-50 calls that went wrong for some managers. Pinnock over Henry and me, Matoma and McAllister over March. Don't forget, it was just one week. You've picked these players for a reason. Immediate gain is nice, but long-term gain is more important. FPL Deb says, The plan is wildcard in game week 27, free hit game week 28 and bench boost game week 29. 14 doublers and Haaland. Gordon Kelly says, Risk reward is again at play this game week with players tempted to ditch Liverpool, Man United and City assets in favour of up to six players from Brentford and Brighton. A seemingly crazy scenario. Having been punished already last game week for trading up popular assets with good fixtures, the FPL gods could do it again. It's March for me really a better bet than Salah or Trent against Bournemouth, Odegaard or Zinchenko against Fulham or Shaw or Rashford against Southampton. It's selling Haaland against Palace to move anyone would have considered a few weeks ago. The allure of the double gimmick is all consuming. I'm not immune and will go into five double gimmick players, but I suspect there will be more than a few burnt fingers once more by the end of this game week. Adam Dennett says, praying for no more Salah punishment. Jocko says, it's time for the wildcards to deliver. And lastly, Joey says, I am hurt. I have no thoughts. Thanks for watching today's video. Before you go, please drop it a like and make sure you subscribe to the channel for more FPL content to come every game week. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.